Welcome to Tiger Resilience podcast series. With over 25 years experience directing addiction programs, these series are designed for anyone who is struggling with a loved one dealing with addiction. Through these programs, you will gain insight, awareness, and vision into all things about addiction. Here is where addiction education will assist you in reaching your human potential. Hello and good day to you and thank you very much for taking a moment out of your busy schedule to tune in to our show today. My name is Bernie and I am the host of Tiger Resilience podcast series and this is our weekly podcast that is broken down basically off of many questions that we get regarding our not only podcast show but our content that we develop and uh, put out on social media as well as our educational programs from our addiction services. So uh, today's question actually came um, from two different people, and it was a, a mother I was working with last week and talking with her, and she was sharing with me that she had a real challenge in trying to help her daughter with an addiction issue. And her challenge was really that she felt she did not have any wisdom within herself to make good decisions. And her question really was, I, do I have wisdom? Is it something that is, am I born with this? Is it something I've learned you know, a nature nurture through my journey in a sense, or is it something that I can acquire and, you know, bring into my life? Cause she said, I just don't feel like I'm making good decisions with my daughter. And sometimes she second guesses herself and doesn't necessarily realize that she does have a lot of her own answers within her. So I thought it was a great topic and a great uh, segue into today's show was that what is wisdom? You know, is wisdom internal or external? In psychology, a term is known as locus of control, and that is usually where we have parameters of internal and external influencers that kind of help us make uh, decisions in the things that we do. You know, for instance, might be that internally, I don't feel very motivated to go to the gym today, though I know it's in my best interest, but externally, I'm looking at some friends that are really fit and healthy and doing a lot of activities in their lives. And maybe I want to improve what I'm doing on my life. So externally, I'm influenced to do and make a decision on that. And of course, the opposite is true too. I could be internally motivated because I might be around people who are unhealthy in a sense, and I want to internally motivate myself to get to a gym to get better shape because I do not want to end up as maybe some of these individuals I'm around uh, looking at their health. So to give you a little insight, that's kind of the segue to wisdom is that it is something that is both internal and external. Uh, there are many attributes to it, but I thought that one of the best ways I could share this with is a story that was written some time ago, and I've used this back in the early 2000s, and I think it might be appropriate now because it might kind of tie in together a lot about what is wisdom, and we can kind of break it apart from there. So this story is entitled Wisdom, and uh, a good friend of mine, Matt Packness, who uh, actually did an audio for this back in the early 2000s, we actually have a video out, and I'll be putting that out on our social media content soon. And it kind of went through the story of him sharing the story. So I'm actually going to go through this story myself and we're going to kind of break it apart a little bit after, uh, after I review the story. So anyway, the title is wisdom and it starts with where do we acquire wisdom? And here's the story that will help explain that answer. A man decides to undertake a quest to seek all the wisdom of the world. His journey takes him across the earth. He begins in North America, searching from state to state, 
then off to South America through the Great Andes and rainforests. He finds his way through the outback of Australia, then to the colors of New Zealand. His journey continued through Asia to the Great Wall of China and then off to Russia and Europe. Still, he has not found this wisdom. He travels into Africa through the Great Plains and deserts. He continues up the Nile in the Middle East. Crossing over the Dead Sea, he makes his way to India. While passing through Bangladesh, he stops for some tea at a cafe. There, a waiter tells him about a monk sitting up high in the Himalayas. He is told that this monk is sought out by many travelers as they pass through the country. It is believed by some that this person has been given the true gift of wisdom. The man immediately embarks to the Himalayas. He comes across a small village at the base of the mountain where he is able to commandeer a Sherpa who will guide him up the monastery to find this and speak with this old monk where he resides. As they are making the climb up the mountain, the man becomes anxious and is filled with impatience. He has traveled the world seeking this wisdom and he knows that he is getting closer. He yells to the Sherpa that they must move faster. Finally, he makes his way to the small monastery. Upon their arrival, the man demands to see this wise old monk. He has searched the world over, and he expects to be given that for which he has quested for. He is brought to the monk's cabin, where the old man is meditating by a fireplace. The weary traveler is introduced as a man who is seeking wisdom. The monk gets up from his seated position, walks over to the man, and embraces him. He is welcomed like a long-lost brother who has finally come home. After a long embrace, the man asks that his request be honored. The monk, speaking very softly, asks the man if he is ready to be given such a gift. Without hesitation, the man replies, yes, I am. The monk smiles, then explains, that for which you are seeking has been seeking you. As you traveled the world, wisdom has been waiting for you. Instead of looking abroad, you only needed to look within yourself. There, in the center of your spirit, you would find all the wisdom of your world. For a person who knows himself internally and spiritually has the wisdom to know the world around them. So the answer to wisdom is within us all. Only through a reflection of our own personal constitution and the principles that guide us can we gain wisdom. So that's the story. And I've always found it very fascinating because it has such great, you know, uh, great, great, storyline but also some great messaging you know when we talk about impatience you know the man became impatient he wanted something he demanded that he gets an answer to something without allowing himself the opportunity to look within or to reflect and I think we all have that happen to us from time to time uh, certainly myself speaking you know we can become impatient with almost anything and and we lack the ability to really reflect based on our principles and our values what it is that we're trying to answer and Thus, uh, wisdom does elude us. I know, speaking, of course, for myself. And so the, the answer really is, wisdom is within us all. Um, in the story, it's mentioned a personal constitution. And, you know, so what is a personal constitution? I think that's where, this is a value system that we all have. This is the principles that guide us, but it's the core values of who we are. And I think this is what uh, connects us to each other, but it's also what connects us to certain people specifically based on what those strong value systems are in a sense. And that becomes our kind of our compass. I've always considered that our, our parameters of us as a human being, if you really want to reflect on wisdom is that you 
follow the compass and that is the thing that's in your chest. That is your heart. That is your core. That is your spirit. That is your personal constitution. That is your true north that will tell you where to go. But in order to get to those directions, we do use another metaphor. We need a GPS unit. And that GPS unit happens to be that thing between our ears uh, known as the brain. Though it may think it's the compass from time to time and try and con us, as it often does, again, speaking of myself, it is truly not the compass. The compass is within us internally, and the brain is there as a GPS unit, which means that we have to program it every day, and sometimes we have to delete programs that no longer work or serve us, or worse yet, are causing problems, are causing our system to crash, again, as using a computer metaphor, so... So the answer of wisdom is that it's all within us. We have to slow down and take time to work within us. And I shared the story with the woman I was speaking with earlier with her daughter with the addiction challenges right now. And she had to reflect on it because she she didn't know how to digest it right away. And she called me back about, it was a couple of hours later after we had spoken and and she had said that, you know, she it was kind of like a an epiphany. She said the light bulb went off and she said, I got it. I understood now what this really means when I started to kind of calm myself down and look within and reflect on what am I capable of? You know, let me get the feedback from outside, but internally I know to use my own compass to guide me on my decisions. And and truly that is where wisdom is, I think, for all of us. You know, again, this is a perspective. Uh, I would certainly love to hear your perspective on it. If somebody would like to share on it, please go to our Tiger Resilience podcast series and link, and you'll be able to share on those comments either through the Apple or Spotify system. Um, again, I thank you very much for your time, for listening into our show today and your very busy schedule. We have a lot of information coming forward. I will be having Dr. Jamie Redwing back on the show uh, in a couple of weeks. And we're going to start diving into a topic that's really a big issue with a lot of folks. And it doesn't matter what your challenges are. And that topic is communication. And we're really going to be spending a few shows on that because it's a real powerful tool that many of us do not use uh, either effectively or efficiently or adequately or at all in some cases, you know, because effective communication is about knowing what to do and understanding that this is how we get to the results. So on the next podcast, as we go forward, we'll be talking a lot about communication as it is a really big issue with many people, you know, and it's not necessarily communication, but it's a lack thereof and an understanding effective and efficient ways to communicate and learning how to listen and understand each other. So we'll be diving into that for over the next couple of shows. And again, Dr. Jamie Redwing will be joining me in a couple of weeks too as well. And once again, we thank you for your time listening to us and for your busy schedule to take a moment to listen to our show. If you have any other comments or questions, please submit that to us. We would love to hear from you. Tiger-resilience.com is our website. And we, as always, we are grateful that you took this opportunity and we hope that you get something from this show. Thank you very much and have an awesome day. Thank you for listening to Tiger Resilience Podcast. For more information, please visit us at our website at tiger-resilience.com. If you found value in this show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. This is Tiger Resilience, addiction solutions for reaching human potential.